Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Revelations chapter 3 And to the angel of the church, verse 7 In Philadelphia, write These things says he who is holy He who is true He who holds the key of David He who opens and no one shuts And shuts and no one opens I know your works See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. You have kept my word. You have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not. (laughs) But lie, indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you. Isn't it amazing that one way God will show or prove to the world that he loves you is a judgment on the liars. It's a judgment on the fake. It's a judgment on that which is not true by pretending to be. That's one way he will prove to you that he has loved you. In other words, anywhere or any situation or any system that pretends to worship him, but is not, he will bring them down. But that's not the issue now. Let's leave God and them. Let's mind ourselves with him and us. Right? Hallelujah. It's just like David saying, he has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, if he is preparing a table, why don't I just mind myself with him and leave him with the enemy? Because he saw the enemies before he decided to prepare a table before me. So it will be an insult towards him if I'm minding the enemy still when he is busy getting my attention with a table. Ladies and gentlemen, this year, it's the year of a table before you. I say in the name of Jesus, this is the year of a table, of a supernatural table, of a divine table before you in the presence of your enemy. This year, in other words, the thing and the camp that has fought you will seek your friendship. In the name of Jesus. You say, how? Because that is what he's saying. He says, see, I, I know your works. I know you. I know you. So there's no amount of impression you want to impress me with. That will get me impressed like you think you will impress me. Because in the first place, the much you can do, I allow you. Although you always have your own choice to will it the way you want. 
one statement that never ceases to amaze me or to really encourage me is the fact that how can God, who has his will for this system, decided to create you with a will, now you now rise up using your will against his will. Can't you see how futile it is? He willed to do something here, and part of his will was to create you with a will. Hello? And now you turn around to will against his will. The creator, the creator of wills, the owner of wills, the one that created you. And that's the futility of human struggles with God. Truth, that's it. And you see, we're all guilty of it one time or the other. But by the grace of God and through his, his, the, the, the miracle of the cross, you see, well, at least we get to understand what he's saying better than the average man. And that's, we're not saying that pridefully, by the way. We are saying that gracefully. We are saying this is by the grace of God. And we really appreciate him for that. But see, what I want to stress, because the time is short, is this. He said, I know your works. Your strength is small. You see, what makes this year particularly unusual is the fact that every accomplishment required of you by assignment, that is, everything God has created you to attain and to achieve and to accomplish on earth, which you are struggling with, we see some remarkable progress this year. In the name of Jesus. And God knows I'm not trying to preach to you and I'm not preaching. I'm only telling you the way it is. That's the heart of God. You see some accomplishment this year. You say, why? Because whatever God has ordained that you will accomplish, you will always discover that you don't have what it takes in the physical. To, yeah. Otherwise, it's not God. If you can handle it yourself, then you don't need God. Then it's probably not that important. But if you know that this is what God is asking me to do, and somehow you feel inadequate by virtue of strength or intellect, or emotions, or finance, or health, or any other way, that is, you lack certain things that you need to accomplish it, this is your year. In the name of Jesus. How? I don't know. How? It will be God's way. He says your strength is small. But we are on a journey together to accomplish what you are created to accomplish. That's, that's what he's saying. And so you see what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to enable you. Amen. That's it. Amen. So in other words, this year in the name of Jesus is a year of unusual enablement. Yeah. Oh yes. I... This year, as a matter of fact, where they have mocked you, where they have made a fool of you, is the same place where they will be saying, Please pray for me. In the name of Jesus. 
Somebody say, but I'm not a pastor. You don't need to be a pastor. But on account of the God that is behind you, they will say, pray for me. Yes. The same, the same place. The same place. See, because what will make the difference is not my hype. It's his presence. Your strength is small. But I have opened the door. No matter how small your strength is, I will help. In the name of Jesus. This year is open door. In the name of Jesus. The door is opened. And hear what he says. He says, to the church, to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? Woohoo! Yeah. He who is holy, he who is true, he who holds the key of David. It's whatever the key opens that is opened. Whatever the key shuts is shut. I'm believing God this morning. Every stealing, killing, and destroying of the devil against your destiny. I shut the door in the name of Jesus. I shut it. I shut it against the devil in the name of Jesus on account of you, because of you, because of the blood he shed on Calvary on your behalf. I say, let those doors be shut for good in the name of Jesus. Be seated. But the same person says, and opens, and no one can shut. That is what really is interesting today. The door is opened. Amen. I said, the door is opened. Amen. Every shut door is opened. Amen. I said, every shut door is opened. Amen. You have been crying to God for years. The door is opened. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The door is opened. I said 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 the door is opened. In the name of Jesus, the door is open. They said, No, it never happens for people in your family. No, but you have a greater family. You belong to the family of God. The door is open. Open. The door is open. They said you never amount to anything. Ah. They are coming to worship at your feet. In the name of Jesus. They say it's easy to make you nonsense or rather ridicule you. No. God has given you dignity. With the open door, he has given you honor. Yeah. See what he says? He says, you have kept my word. Uh-huh. You have kept my word. Your strength is small, but you have kept my word. Allah, when you do your truth. What I just said in Yoruba? I said, nobody will ridicule you on account of your trust in God. No one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. That's what I'm saying. You will never be put to shame. Let me repeat it again. 
you will never be ridiculed. You will never be put to shame. In the name of Jesus, you will never be put to shame. You will never be ridiculed. In the name of Jesus, the door is open. If you don't remember anything the rest of this year, ask the Holy Ghost to remind you that Jesus has opened the door. Not man. He himself says, I am the way, the truth, and, and the door. Oh, I'm the door, the way, the, where he said, I'm the door to eternal life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So he's the door. He's the door to the shepherd. He's shepherd. He's the door. No one comes to God except by him. And if he himself says, I have opened the door, there are many ways you can look at that. Is it by way of salvation? Yes, he has opened the door. After all, we were told that in the, in, in the Garden of Eden, when he expelled man, what did he do? Or rather man, that is the man and his wife, what did he do? He put the cherubim there with the flaming sword. That is, nobody will pass through. They will be sliced into pieces. But Jesus took the sword. He took it. And so the sword of the cherubim has done his work in Jesus. If you come through Jesus, the sword will not touch you. You have access. That's the gospel. If it's through Jesus, we have access. If you don't come in through Jesus, you are in for a bad time. And that's why religion struggles to reach God. But God says, I've come through you. I've come to you through my son. He's the door. He paid the price. And that's why today we defeat the enemy by the word of our testimonies. And how? The blood of the Lamb. Glory be. And through, we have access. See, the partitioning war between us and God and between us, I mean the Gentiles and the Jews. See, he removed that one between one, he removed the ones between man and God, and so the one between man and man removed. So in other words, there's war, one big family with him. So we come boldly today to the throne of grace without any timidity. And why do we go there? To obtain what? And find what? Grace in the time of need so whatever need is defined in your life the door is open in the name of jesus the door is open those that say you won't leave if they don't repent you will bury them god knows i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not cursing it's dangerous to attack you you know, I was meditating on this and it was reminding me of a scripture and I was wondering, am I to preach on that? But I'll just join it together as I stop now. Look at Psalm 92. Let me read from verse 8, Psalm 92. It says, but you, Lord, are on high forevermore. That's significance. I mean, it's a position of strength and it tells you relatively we are the creator is to his creature, except the creature that is found in him. Hallelujah. Um, say, for behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold your enemies shall perish. Uh, all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn, David was writing, but my horn you have exalted. So it's good for you to know that your horn is exalted. If you're born again, indeed, your horn is exalted. Yes. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. 
I have been anointed with fresh oil. Hallelujah. My eyes also have seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desires on the wicked who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruits even in their old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. Now, what caught my attention here is that my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. Now, without going into too much talking or teaching or preaching, let me just show you what the horn is. You know, it means authority, it means strength. But vis-a-vis -vis the scriptures, let's just look at one or two or three scriptures quickly and then it settles it for us. First, let's look at um, now, I believe strongly that David has the way of saying my home, my home, my home, as it were. Some will argue that this may not be David, but well, I believe this is his language. Praise the Lord. But us on to First Samuel chapter 2. Praise the Lord. Now, this was after her victory. Remember, she was a ridicule, as it were. Or she was being ridiculed. Why? Because she believed God for a child, being a covenant child of God, and there she wasn't coming forth with any. And her colleague would make a mockery of her. I mean, she was greatly blessed and endowed. And the husband would do everything to just make her happy. Glory be to God in the highest. And uh, until the very last time they went to Shiloh, and she was in the bitterness of heart, and she went before the side of the horn, I mean of the altar, and she was pouring out her heart out of the bitterness of her heart. I mean, she was so, so troubled. And uh, she was even misunderstood by the priest, as it were. But you see, right there, by God is too much. The priest misunderstood her, mistook her for a useless woman, a woman of free virtue. I said, no, sir, I have a problem. And I'm just settling with my God. The man realized that he desired. He said, then may God grant your heart desire. That was all he said. She got it. She got it. How? Because she left that place rejoicing. And by this following year, she had a baby. Somebody is not coming back the same way. In the name of Jesus, you are not remaining that way again in your life. You are coming back with your testimony in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the Why is he so confident? Don't you know that the door is opened? Jesus says, I have opened the door. You expect me to doubt him? If you doubt him, I won't doubt him. I will believe him on your behalf. And I'm waiting for you to catch up. Because I know you are coming back with a testimony. In the name of Jesus. So she came back and of course, hear the song she sang. Verse 1. And Anna prayed and said, My heart rejoices. Contrary to what it was in, previous year, in the previous year. My horn. Come on church. Come on, come on. Is somebody seeing that there? Is somebody seeing it there? My horn is what? Exalted. Now, using this as the context, what is horn? 
What is horn? Looking at Anna, what is horn? My horn. How do you explain my horn? My horn you have exalted, exalted like a wild ox. Anna could not say my horn you have exalted last year, but now she's jumping and saying my horn you have exalted. She just explain it the way you understand it. That means victory. That means victory. That means defeat of the defeat. I have come defeating the defeat. Defeating the war. I have come conquering the devil. I have come as a conqueror. I have come as a winner. I'm not coming like I came last year. My horn you have exalted. I am a winner. I have victory. I can shout. I can rejoice. It's, uh, uh. You see, you see what horn means? My strength has overcome the lie of the devil. The token of hell has bowed to my strength. You've exalted me. You have strengthened me. I have defeated the enemy. My strength, my dignity, my honor is restored. My horn. Yeah. I'll show you one more. Deuteronomy 33. When the door is opened, your horn is exalted. Then when you talk of my horn is anointed with fresh oil, sweet oil, vibrant oil, buoyant oil, joyful oil. So it's all alluding to he gave, he gave me beauty for ashes. The oil of fresh, not still. The garment of That we might be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. This was Moses praying for the children of Israel and the tribes before his departure. So 33 from 13, blessed of the Lord is his hand. Moses was talking about Joseph. With the precious things of heaven, with the dew and the deep line beneath, with the precious fruits of the sun, with the precious produce of the months, with the best things of the ancient mountains, with the precious things of the everlasting hills, with the precious things of the earth and of and its fullness, and the favor of him who dwelt in the bush. Let the blessings come on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. Can you see it turn around? It's a restoration. Yeah. This year, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Heavenly type of restoration. Yeah. 17. His glory is like a firstborn bull and his horns like the horns of a wild ox. Together with them, he shall push the peoples to the ends of the earth. They are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Those were his children. Now, how do you see Horn again here? The one who is oppressed, the one whose strength is not enough, but who is going to champion and captain everything, the one who is going to contain everything and subdue everything, the one that's going to come on top of everything, though his strength is not enough. This is your year. 
I say in the name of Jesus, he said, yeah. yeah. Though your strength was small, but you have kept the word of God. The word is the key. It opens any door and every door. And I'm convinced beyond any doubt that this year, in the name of Jesus, the door is opened. Amen. The door of joy. Amen. The door of peace. Amen. The door of life. Amen. The door of healing. Amen. The door of promotion. Amen. The door of love. Amen. The door of abundance. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The door of the fear of God. Amen. I said the door of promotion. Amen. We give him praise. We give him honor. Turn to your neighbor again. Say, the door is opened. In the name of Jesus, the door is open. I don't know who you are. Whatever has been barren in your life is being turned around in the name of Jesus. Whatever has lacked productivity in your life is being turned around right now in the name of Jesus. Turn to somebody and say, this is 2017. Jesus has opened the door. Glory be to God in the highest. Come on, give him praise, 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 give him praise. So if you came in here sad, you came in here afraid, you came in here thinking, where would I turn to? Tell yourself, say, thank God, Jesus, the maker of all things, the creator and the savior, has opened the door. And use your mouth to say it. David said it. He said, my horn has exalted like a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. We give him praise. 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 Come on, give him praise, give him honor, worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him, hallelujah. <laughs> that means that this year, nothing shall be impossible for you. In the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church. 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries off Town Planning Way in Lukoji, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.